Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I'm your host, Perseus Poku. In the book of Jude, we read the following. Jude writes that he's the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James. To them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called unto mercy and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And that's where we are in the 21st century. Uh, we have this charge of contending for the faith, for sharing the authentic gospel with others, being ready to give each man and woman an answer, a reason for the hope that lies within us, and to uh, do it with gentleness and respect. And we are to divide God's word correctly. These are charges that all Christians have. And as you know, on Sound Reasoning, we always attempt to bring in guests who uh, are able to help us to sharpen our tools as we go forth and evangelize and then prepare ourselves. We never know when God will bring somebody in our path for us to answer uh, a question that they may have. So for today, we have a very special guest. Uh, she's the founder of the Project uh, I mean, the Jew 3 Project Ministry, and her name is Sister Lisa Fields. Sister Fields, how are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. And I wanted to start off uh, with something that you're familiar with. Uh, I was reading your biography, and as I was reading it, I was very encouraged by your testimony. And can mm -hmm. you talk about how you... Uh, got exposed to Christian apologetics. I think it'll be beneficial to our listeners. So um, I got exposed to apologetics through my experience in undergrad. Um, I'm a PK, so my father's a pastor. I've been in church all my life, and I never really questioned my faith until I got to college. I decided I was going to take a New Testament course at University of North Florida, uh, which is just a, a state university. And I thought it would be like Sunday school. I thought it'd be an easy A. Um, and uh, I was I was uh, misled in that in that thinking. And so took the class. The first day of class, my professor was like, "I'm gonna change everything you thought you knew about Jesus." And so I just I, I realized when she said that that this wasn't gonna be like I thought. And I was really challenged. <laughs> Uh, my textbook was Bart Ehrman, so oh yes, um, yes, yeah, a, a, a strong critic of Christianity. Uh, Bart Ehrman is a professor at the U.S. Uh, University of Carolina, Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill. Mm -hmm. um, and so really wrestled through that because that was the only time I thought critically about why I believe what I believe mm -hmm. and the formation of Scripture. And through that process, I was struggling with it. My dad introduced me to 
the ministry of IZIM, Robert Zachariah Ministry, mm-hmm. and fell in love with apologetics, and that helped me kind of navigate that space. Excellent. Um, and so that's that's kind of how I I got into apologetics. So just so we can get a better sense of uh, what occurred, the, what what was the um, the professor trying to accomplish? Was he uh, honestly trying to uh, intimidate the Christians in the class, or was he trying to help them to think critically? I think it was a little bit of both, <laughs> and it was a, a, a it was a woman. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, I think it was kind of like trying to get us to think critically, but kind of trying to shake our maybe elementary view of Christianity and change us into more of a critic uh, of it than maybe someone who accepted it, accepted the scripture um, altogether. Yeah, got it. So kind of poke holes into scripture. Got it. And and this is helpful. That's why I wanted you to talk about it, because uh, many times we send our Christian students to these universities and sometimes even in elementary school, middle school, high school. And we really uh, send them in a lot of cases without proper preparation in terms Mm -hmm. of uh, inoculating them (laughs) uh, for testimonies such as the ones you you had to endure. So it's Mm -hmm. so important. I'm glad that you were were able to share with us, for those that are listening, uh, that there are people out there who are uh, overtly trying to attack the teachings of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And is that something that uh, you agree with or uh, you see it differently? No, I definitely think it's professors out there who who want to um, to attack Christianity. Um, I've seen it in not only that class. I had a philosophy class mm-hmm. uh, that that really was challenging. Um, so it, you're spot on. There are definitely prof- professors out there who want to 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 poke holes in the faith that students come in with, and then intimidating because you're talking to a PhD and mm-hmm. you're like a you're just a student, so you're like, um, <laughs> not, what, what do I have against <laughs> right. PhD? So. Right. And so eventually uh, you went on to um, graduate from the University of Florida with, uh, with a Bachelor of Science in Communications and Religious Studies, uh, as well as yeah. uh, your University Master's. Of Florida. Right. As, uh, as well as your Master's of Divinity uh, from Liberty University, correct? Yes. And so... Uh, one of the things I liked about your bio was that it said you are very interested in biblical literacy. Uh, can you mm-hmm. expand on that and, and why you have that passion? Um, I think my passion for biblical literacy is because, for me, I love the Bible. Amen. Um, the Bible is, um, is it, it encompasses every everything we need to live this life. Right. And I think um, not enough Christians know what they believe, what they believe because they haven't read it. Right. So I, I liken it to what we have terms and conditions when we sign up for anything nowadays. Mm-hmm. We just scroll to the bottom and we say, I agree. And nobody really reads all of that information. We mm-hmm. could be signing up for anything. <laughs> right. And I think that's how people <laughs> sign up for Christianity. They're like, I mm. just believe it. And they've never read it. Mm. And so 
I think in order to defend your faith, you have to know your faith. Amen. And I think that at the core of apologetics, biblical literacy is the, the, the pillar because you can't defend what you can't define. And you, you have to be able to know the scripture. So many people are caught off guard and sucked into groups or pulled from Christianity because people are able to point to texts that are difficult to to interpret. But right. if you've never read them and understand them in context, you could easily be pulled away. And so I think, you know, it's important that if we're going to be apologists, if we're going to be Christians, we have to read the word. Amen. Amen. And, and the text said we need to study to show ourselves approved. Mm-hmm. So you, you're absolutely yeah. correct. Now, you eventually went on to find or to develop this organization called the Jew 3 Project Ministries. Can you expand on that so our listeners would know what you all do? Okay. So um, I started the Jew 3 Project the last year of seminary because I saw in apologetic ministries when I would see, when I would listen, outside of Robbie, most of them were white men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in the in the African-American context, I didn't see a lot of um, people saying, oh, I'm an apologist. And I was like, well, we need to bridge that gap. Amen. Um, and so um, that's what Jupiter Project was birthed, just to wanted to create an organization that specifically focused on the black context, equipping uh, black Christians and apologetics. And started that in my last year of seminary. It's grown in ways that I would have never imagined. Um, through our we uh, do our podcast is, has grown tremendously. We have an HBCU tour, historically black colleges and universities, to go talking about this concept of Christianity being the white man's religion. Mm-hmm. We heard um, students from students that that was really what they were wrestling with. So we want to go where they were and meet the need. Um, letting them know Christianity, uh, biblical orthodoxy, isn't a white man's religion. Actually, it is a very much rooted in in Africa with early church fathers uh, being African, uh, Athanasius, Tertullian, Augustine, mm-hmm. and, you know, giving them that history um, so they'll know that, yes, it was mismanaged in America in ways that were horrible, but let's go back to the origins. Let's go back. Um, and see, you know, what is biblical Christianity. Um, and so we have that. Um, and, yeah, a number of other things that we do, specifically trying to um, get apologetics um, in, in the hands of black Christians and, and black churches. I appreciate that. So in terms of reaching these college students, what do you all do in terms of your tour? Uh, tell me more about the tour. So we host a panel um, discussion. We usually bring a, a Christian, uh, a church history professor, um, a thought leader, and myself. And we have, first, we it's broken down into three stages. We do talk back. Uh, we don't talk first. We let the students talk first. And we ask them, what have you heard about Christianity and the notion of it being a white man's religion. Mm. And usually it takes uh, one it takes one person to break the ice and then right. every student wants to get up and talk <laughs> and tell their story. But it helps us to get a feel for the room because everybody's every every college campus they have some similarities but some differences. Sure. And so then we then we talk 
and we have these uh, th- uh, three phases we go through, but we always start with viral videos that kind of perpetuate this narrative that Christianity is a white man's religion. Uh, and we and we play the video and then we respond to it um, going in order historically, early African Christianity, Christianity in the, um, Christianity and slavery, and then contributions of black churches. And um, then we have Q&A at the end. And we found that that's been extremely, extremely um, effective uh, because it's discussion-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gives, and, and we're talking to each other. So it's not just a lecture that they're listening to. They're actually getting to interact. And then they see media that they're already familiar with because it's viral. So. Mm-hmm. 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 so in your interactions with these students, I'm sure some are believers, some are skeptics, some may be agnostic, some don't know what they are. But in your dialogue with them, what's the most popular or prevalent objection to Christianity? Um, uh, black suffering in America. Mm. Um, and identity. Right. Uh, wanting to feel like they've seen pictures of white Jesus and wanting to feel like they could connect with their Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the core, we've had, um, it's been suffering. I'm, one of the one of the groups that we we deal with that that a lot of uh, black young people are falling prey to is Hebrew Israelites. That's right. And we have we have some Hebrew Israelites come to our events, uh, which they they often they often bring a lot of questions. And I would never forget we were in Southern and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and they got up and d- during the Q and A, and at first they were kind of rowdy mm-hmm. and going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but then w- once we got to the end, one of the guys said, he almost broke into tears, and he said, tell me why we're suffering like this, mm-hmm. why we're shot dead in the street. And mm. so you could see that even though he, at first he was kind of like angry, mm-hmm. he was just, at the core, he was hurting and struggling with the problem of evil right? Uh, for the black context and suffering. Right. And so I think that's what, when we go on these, campuses that's kind of a theme we see um and I, I honestly you know that's just not a problem in black context i think general all over the world people are trying to grapple with i think that's the biggest apologetic question mm-hmm. question why suffering right um um and so yeah it's, it's that's been one of the things we've seen across all campuses i appreciate um that that testimonial and and sharing that with us and I'm, I believe some people are being helped just by listening to that so what should be our role I, I know you all through um your ministry are doing your part uh in terms of equipping saints uh, as well as uh our non our uh, ministry sound reasoning ministries but as a whole what should churches uh, work on in terms of equipping their people to be able to help those who are suffering? Mm-hmm. I think uh, biblical literacy is is going to be the foundation of what churches need to do. I think one of the challenges is um, people often study how they're taught on Sunday. So if they're t- taught um, in a way that's solely topical, then they kind of study topically. Um, 
And so really diving into the word, diving into passages that we, that uh, are not, are not highlighted often mm-hmm. um, to just spark, you know, interest of the people. Cause some people think the Bible is boring and I'm like, Man, you haven't read the Old Testament at all. You haven't read Judges. There's like a lot of graphic stuff going on. Oh yes. But, you know. It's, oh yes. It's very, it can be very entertaining, and maybe you need to just change uh, the version you're reading. Maybe some <laughs> NLT, so you can really see in your imagination, right? Really see what's happening in these passages. So I think that's going to be a pillar. I think taking people's questions seriously and giving them space to question. Right. Um, I, I, I hear a lot of people, old and young, uh-huh. um, feeling like they can't express the questions that they're wrestling with. Right. And so um, if we give them space to ask those, it'll give them more confidence because mm. God is big enough for our questions. Amen. And so um, he invites us back. Um, he might not give us the answer every time he didn't give Job all the answers, but the freedom to just express the frustration, all of that, I think it's healthy. Um, even though Job didn't get the answers, mm-hmm. his, his expressing his questions led him to a resolve. Mm. And so I think, you know, giving people space to question yes. and taking their questions seriously and then training them in basic civil apologetics. Um, people want to know how to defend their faith. Right. They want that confidence. Most people don't evangelize because they feel like they don't know. They feel like they'll be stumped in the process. Um, and so when you give them the tools, that gives them a layer of confidence and then they're wanting to defend their faith. Mm. Um, and so I think that is some helpful things that churches could be doing um, to equip people. And in in black churches, especially, I think church history is one of the most undervalued resources. Mm -hmm. Walking people through church history, Mm -hmm. I think, is another helpful tool in defending the faith in in black contexts. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, And I think you're right. That's one of the most neglected aspects of uh, Christian historicity is the contributions of not just Europe, but uh, those apologies that God raised in Africa as well. So um, Mm -hmm. I I think that's important to uh, tell and teach the complete history, not just partial history. So Mm -hmm. um, for the next few minutes, if you can just touch a little bit on your podcast, I was really intrigued by that as well. You mentioned that er earlier. Um, How do we access it? And uh, what is it all about? So our podcast is just focused on um, questions that um, we deal with in the black context uh, for as it relates to apologetics. Mm-hmm. Um, so we interview um, scholars and pastors um, from all over the world uh, to talk about topics like is Christian white man's religion, uh, black cults like Hebrew Israelites. Mm-hmm. Um, sexuality, um, bioethics. Right. I mean, we've had topics, uh, we've had one on uh, uh, artificial intelligence. So it's not, it, we kind of focus it on things in the black context, but mm-hmm. we have plenty of listeners from all across racial lines that listen in uh, that find it helpful 
Um, so you can access that at g3project.com backslash podcast, or you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Podbean, um, everywhere po- podcasts are, uh, with the exception of titles. Um, so, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm surprised that the time has expired so quickly, but I want to encourage you and your team to continue what you're doing. It's vitally needed in our Christian uh, walk today, the uh, the work that you all are uh, contributing to Christendom. So thank you. Thank the ministry. And uh, we'll, prayerfully we can talk. Uh, again and see what's going on with you all but Lisa uh, Sister Lisa thank you thank you for having me I, I enjoyed my time amen we'll be in touch alright okay that's uh, Lisa Fields she's the founder of the Jew 3 Project Ministry uh, their focus is urban apologetics uh, primarily targeting their inner cities and the African American community and making sure that they're equipped to answer the reason for the hope that lies within them. And we all understand that uh, God saved all of us, regardless of race, color, uh, regardless of gender, economic status, regardless of education. God saves all. Whosoever will, let them come. And when we get to heaven... The uh, surprising thing to a lot of people is that they're going to see a multiplicity of different people. So there's not a white heaven or a black heaven. It's just going to be heaven. And God um, was so uh, uh, loving toward us that he gave his own son, Jesus the Christ, to die for our sins. And and through that, uh, we have remission of sins. And then you know, he just didn't save us without an assignment. We all have an assignment, and he wants us to go you there for and teach all nations, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, whatsoever he's commanded us. And, lo, he's with us always, even unto the end of the earth. And as we go, there will be people with questions, and it's our duty to give them a response from a Bible-based perspective, not just what we think or how we feel, but everything that we as Christians, as spouse, have to be backed up, reinforced by the scriptures themselves. We have to be ready, again, to give each man a woman an answer, a reason for the hope that lies within us. And then we have to also rightly divide the word of God. That is an essential part of Christianity, um, correctly dividing God's word, not adding to it, not uh, taking anything away from it, but being diligent in our studies for God to use us as instruments so others may know Jesus the Christ for themselves. And again, for those that are praying for sound reasoning ministries, uh, we thank you. Uh, Continue to keep us in prayer. If you consider becoming a financial supporter, please do so. Uh, you can go on our website and get the information on how you can be a donor. We love all of you. Uh, We pray that everybody gets to know Jesus for themselves. Remember to always do for the truth what others do for a lie. Thanks for listening to Sound Reasoning with apologist and minister Perseus Poku from Sound Reasoning Ministries. 
It's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your Christian faith with boldness. Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a question, or support the ministry, visit online at srministries.org. That's srministries.org. Listen again next week at this same time. And remember, Titus 1.9 says, Hold firm to the trustworthy message as has been taught so that you can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Sound Reasoning Ministries, srministries.org. Hello, my name's Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.